Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey everybody, welcome to Marriage Martinis. I'm Adam. Here's Danielle. Hello. Uh, so, have we not done this before? Never. I thought we did. Never. Uh, were we supposed to? I think we've touched on death a whole bunch of times in No, but I thought episodes. we did like the lighthearted version of death. No? I mean, who hasn't? I thought we did. <laughs> no. Right. No, no, I thought we did the episode already. Okay, I was confused when I was doing my... You know, answering my questions as usual mm-hmm. that you send me. <laughs> no, I, I don't think we've done anything okay. like But we do hit on death a lot, you know, in, in episodes sure. from all different directions and all different perspectives. So Yeah, I know I, I am going to repeat myself on this episode probably from things that I've said within those episodes. So, so it will be like any other episode exactly. for both of us. Right, exactly. We both do that. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I, I I thought about doing an actual death episode, right? Like talking about the serious stuff about death. First of all, you're no you're not in the mind frame for any of that right now because you're like are over the top with work and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Everybody's heard it before, but we should just change the name of the podcast like from Marge Martinis to Life is Nuts. Like Life is Crazy because that's just kind of the Same theme thing. every right. every week. But you are, you're working like a dog right now and, um, you know, a lot going on. And I, I, for any of you, this is us fanatics out there. Um, it's last week, this past week was the penultimate episode, which I did not know. Was the what? Penultimate episode, which I did not know means the second to last episode. I didn't even know there was a term for it. Penultimate. So I guess the ultimate episode is the last and okay. the penultimate episode is the second to last. So okay. the last this past week, without giving away too many spoilers, most people already know that, you know, someone very important in the show dies. And it has they've been leading up to this. The show's, I think, six seasons. And since the last episode of the first season, it's all kind of been leading up to that episode. Like I'm to, sorry. What are you talking about? I'm talking about This Is Us. Oh, okay. I missed that part of it. I don't know anything about This Is Us. I know. know. Right, okay. But a lot of people do. And even if you don't, if you've been on social media the past week or two, you know about This Is Us. Every meme, every article. It's a huge deal that it's ending. I mean, people are obsessed with this show. Right. So it's going to be like with you, like last week when... Mia's and Jonah's favorite show ended and she came downstairs hysterically mm. crying. Yeah, she threw a party for them. <laughs> she had a party for her. It was and really Jonah. cute. Yeah, it was cute. 
But she came downstairs like hysterical because her animated show ended. Right. Right. So now I'm going to have to deal with you because you invited my mother and my sister over, right? For the last episode, I think. Well, your sister texted me the other day and she said, you're going to be so mad at me. I can't come over. She's like, I can't watch this with anybody. The last episode. Okay. She's like, I just want to be by myself and ugly cry. Which I was like, you can ugly cry with me. Right. I ugly cry every day in my life. (laughs) Right. But the whole thing around her death in the episode, I mean, in the, in the show is, you know, it's super dramatic. It's obviously very sad. And as death is very sad, right? I mean, when we, when we break it down and talk about death, we, we cannot, not acknowledge the fact that like it is the ultimate bummer you know <laughs> well only for those around you not for you the one no, who it's dies the ultimate bummer for everybody for, for everybody else except for the one who dies it's not a bummer for them i think right? it's a bummer for them not once they have passed perished uh kicked the bucket um <laughs> any other <laughs> yes <laughs> once, there are a ton of terms once they're gone it's not sad for them, just those who are around them, mm. right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but it, you know what? Everything... Or probably. Let's put it that way. Probably sad, right. Because we don't know. Right. Some people might not give a shit no. if you're gone. Or we just don't know what happens once you die if it is sad for those who have perished. Right. Right? We don't know. We don't know. Right. No, but now you have everybody thinking that they're going to die and just be stuck in their head for eternity. Oh, I did that like three episodes ago. I know. Right. And now everybody is seeking therapy because <laughs> right. you have put this Listen, in their head. I'm... Didn't you even have people text you? Yes. Like, I was never thought of that before, and yeah. now I cannot stop thinking about the fact that I'm going to be stuck in my head for all of eternity. <laughs> right. So, yeah. So, what I said was, uh, who knows? I'm going to be the one that when you are buried, when you, when I die... I'm going to be stuck in my head and stuck in like a dream or like I'm stuck in this coffin. Please help me. And like, but there's no motion. I'm not moving. There's no banging. There's no anything. I'm just there. Well, for those of us with OCD and anxiety, uh, it will just be another day in the park for us because we have been stuck in our head for our and entire this could lives. could be a little bit worse. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A little bit. But we've been practicing. <laughs> right. Good practice. <laughs> uh so the whole This Is Us thing, you know, obviously, like, I've been dreading this this episode because it means everything is coming to an end. And it's a little bit like, you know, these the, the show is ending. And obviously, I know their characters and everything like that. But at the same time, look, anybody who has absolutely had a show that they were obsessed with, when it ends, it is a little bit like... Like they're gone and they're not in your li- life anymore. And they've been in your life for, you know, six years, eight years, 10 years. So it is very, very sad, you know, that, that it's coming that to an end. these TV characters are no longer in your life? Yes. Okay. Understandable. It is. I, gu- I guess I get that. Oh, you know what? I, I just grabbed this pen from you because mm-hmm. you, you reminded me of, Something about death and TV and characters and all that thing that I want to get into, too, mm-hmm. which was just fucking incredible and changed my life. So I'm going to write this down and please keep going. Is it going. six feet under? Fuck you. <laughs> I'm not even going to. I'm sorry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I want you to talk. I didn't watch it. So you have to talk about oh, it. You, you did not watch I watched the last episode. Right. But I remember. We'll, right, well, we'll, yeah. Right, so let me write it down. Okay. We'll get to it. Okay. I'm sorry. I just rained God, on your parade. You I'm so sorry. fucking do that. Well, because I know you I know too you well. know me too well. Yeah. Uh, 
Okay, so to start it off, what was your first experience with death? Like, and it could be anything, right? It doesn't have to be someone in your life who died. It could be, you know, anything at all. What do you remember about? Well, I do remember being very young. I don't know if I, if it was, all right, so there's two memories that I have. The first one was my, my grand, my first grandmother who passed away. And I think I was like six. So I was very young. And then also around the same time, I don't know if it was before or after, but a friend of a fam, I'm sorry, my family's friend, right? So we were, my mom was friends with the, you know, the mom and the parents, the whole thing. My dad was, you know, they, there was a, one of the kids had died young, you know, as a very young child, maybe three or four oh or five God. years old. Yeah. So, and know, as a kid, that's really scary. Friend of a family. So maybe I was six or eight or nine or something like that. Somewhere around there. My friend who was my age, his younger brother who had passed away, he had either severe asthma or something, but he died of whatever it was oh. at that very young age. So I remember that and my grandmother passing away sort of around the same time. It may not have been. That's maybe how I'm remembering it. Mm -hmm. But I kind of felt the same way about both things. Like I was so young. I don't know. Like there was no, there was no, I, I, I didn't have feelings about it. You know, I didn't, you know, my, my grandparents who at that time, they lived in Florida, were in New Jersey. So we saw them once a year. Was I six? I saw them six to 10 times in my life. Maybe more. I don't know. Like, I don't remember. I was just so young, you know, but she was just this, you know, young, smallish Russian immigrant that I remember being like a very strong woman kind, you know, but that's all I know. That's all I remember. I was too young to remember. So I don't have very many emotional feelings about it, nor do I about my friend's little brother who unfortunately, obviously now at this age, thinks back and like, oh my God, how traumatic and how whatever. But I don't think I had those feelings back then. So I was very young when I had these first impressions of what death was, which to me wasn't very impactful in my life. Mm -hmm. I was too young. Right. You know, right. I, I couldn't feel it. Sure. You know, did it, do you remember anybody talking to you about it or like trying Just, to explain I, it? I remember, <laughs> I remember being in my room playing Nintendo, playing like Super Mario Brothers and, my mom walked in and she was like, oh, you know, you know, your friend, so-and-so, his brother passed away. And it, looking back, my thought was, you know, like, that's so sad. That was it. Right. You know, and like, then back but, to your Nintendo Yeah, back game. to my Nintendo Yeah, game. you can't process Yeah. It, of course. Right. Right. So that that's kind of, so on, on two different levels, like my grandmother and my friend's brother, you know, like just, but. Being so young, not even processing it the yeah. right way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What about you? Well, I, my first, my actual first one is sort of one of those memories that I don't know if it's a memory that I have or a memory that I've been told about so many times that it's become sort of this, um, you know, this sort of like imprinted memory that I didn't actually have, but now I have uh -huh. because so many people talked to me sure. about it. And that was that my mom took me to see, I guess it was a re-release of Bambi in the movie theater. Because <laughs> okay. Bambi, actually, when I looked it up, it came out in 1942. Oh, wow. The first time. Okay. Yeah. So I guess it was like a colorized version, you know, and... and so wait, when did you first see that? 
I guess I must have been, my mom says, I, everything. like I said, everything in my childhood, I was three. Doesn't matter what right. it was, I was three. So okay. I don't really know, and it was a re-release, so who knows. Just saying, I never saw Bambi. Nor should you. Okay. Just yeah. throwing it out there. Yeah. You know, and, and my mom took, my mom's favorite thing was to take us to the movies. Mm-hmm. You know, it was just perfect for her, right? We're sitting down. You're confined as quick long as drive, you're... Quick drive. Like, you know, quick like drive to the theater. Right. Lots of buttered popcorn. You know, just like a perfect scenario, which is, as, I mean, which is, makes so much sense as a parent. Like, sure. as long as your kid is going to actually sit and watch the movie, that's like the biggest score ever as a parent. So she took me to see Bambi. And she says, uh, as soon as the mother died, which is really early on in the film, so I'm told because I still haven't seen it, um, I freaked out. I, I was like, there, no fucking way. Mm-hmm. Like, get me out of this theater. No way. And, and you know, I still to this day, like, I, I always wonder why those movies, why these Disney films and everything – why do they have to always have, like, why does there always have to be a parent death in the beginning? Like, you know, Mufasa in because The Lion King. Disney and- has to have all the feelings. Like, when they release a movie, you want sadness. You want You can get sadness without a parent want, dying. Yeah, but they want the extreme of everything, right? The extreme sadness, the extreme excitement, the extreme mm-hmm. everything. You know, like, the, they want the feelings, and that's what... Right? I just feel like it's a lot to put on a kid and it's always a fucking parent. Like, no wonder I was keeping my mom up at night and, you know, until three in the morning being like, are you sure you're not going to die? Are you sure you're not going to die? Like, because everything you're exposed to as a kid is the mom dies or the dad dies or someone close to you dies yeah. in Disney That's movies. That's the extreme feeling. Yeah. And right? see, everyone. What's worse than that? Yeah. And then, like, everyone's always like, oh, my God, your mom took you to see Best Little Whorehouse in Texas when you were, you know, three, four years old. Yeah, it was fucking fantastic. (laughs) Nobody died. (laughs) Everybody was like laughing the whole time. Orgasms all over the place. It was like (laughs) the perfect scenario. (laughs) I mean, people, you know, think about it. Best Little Whorehouse in Texas. Super fun. Great music. I don't know. I never saw that either. So, But like... I don't know. Why is it okay for Bambi's mom to die and take our kids to that, but not okay for us to take like a Dolly Parton movie? (laughs) Well, here, how about this? Okay. So I can watch all the shoot 'em up movies, all the war movies, all the like the blood sports and the like the all the like the violence and like human. Oh, yeah. Bring it on. I can. I love it. Yeah. If a fucking animal dies in a movie. Nope, no thank you, can't happen. So why am okay why am I okay with human death, but animal death can't happen? Because animals are so innocent. Right? In is a movie, it? no matter what it is, the person has done something or something's happened or yeah, whatever. But even if they haven't, I'm like, all right, another fucking guy died. Like, whatever. Like, yeah. But you know, like I I'll watch the National Geographic like but if it's even though it's so natural where the whales you know, kill the penguins, you know, to eat just because they have to survive or whatever. But when I see it happen, I, I'm distraught. Of like, course. I can't watch it. Absolutely. But watching like a war movie, I'm like, fuck you, kill him. Like, mm-hmm. kill that fucking guy. Like, mm-hmm. whatever. I don't care. <laughs> like, do what you got to do. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> like, I don't really feel that way about war. There's a website. Stuff, you know There's a website you can go on called did the, I think it's called did the dog die or does, does the dog die? Okay. And it has every single movie 
like a database, you know, like an IMDb type thing of like every single movie. If an animal dies in it. Oh, really? What at what point do they die? So you can like fast forward it. I think it even has like how terrible is it? How gruesome? Like, oh, that's like in um, what's that movie with um, what's his name? <laughs> can you oh, help me out with that? You're starting to sound like my parents. <laughs> um, Seth Rogen, uh, an older one of his older movies where they, you know, how far into the movie does a woman show her tits? There was the movie. There's that a did, guy on Stern who does that. No, Seth. There was a movie. Seth Rogen, like they have a website or something. You know how you know how. I don't soon, remember. Okay, is that Pineapple Express? No, it's oh, not. But okay, know. whatever. Same same idea. But like there was there was um that documentary or you know quotes documentary when we were kids back in the eighties, uh, Faces of Death. Do you remember that? No. Okay, I rented all of those. I watched them all, and it just showed like a guy who parachutes and he lands in a crocodile pit and like it's eaten alive when his parachute doesn't open or something. They're real, right. real scenarios. I mean, supposedly. Yeah. Yes. Okay. This is back before Photoshop and back before all those things. So I'd say more possibly real than if it was done today, mm-hmm. but they would show like animal versions of that within that movie. And I couldn't watch those, you know, like in countries where they will like, Take monkeys and like bang on their skulls until they're dead and then oh my, eat their brains. Not? Like not? awful, right? Awful. But the guy who landed in the crocodile pit, that's fucking hilarious. Yeah. You know, right. So, but like, I couldn't watch the animal thing. Yeah. Of I could watch the human thing. Yeah. Not the animal thing. I know. And, and I wonder if movies where animals die, if, if they do, if they don't do as well in like the box office. Because word gets out, right? Like you, you say to your friends, like, oh, my God, don't see it. The dog dies or whatever. Right. Yeah. Although I think Marley and Me with Jennifer Aniston and Owen Wilson, I think that movie did really well. And, you know, that that's all about, like, falling in love with a dog. Yeah. And there was old. that one um, zombie movie with Will Smith with his dog. I forgot what that one's called. I don't know. I, I don't. I didn't see it. All right. So he's like the last person alive with his dog or something, and there's zombies everywhere, and he's killing zombies, and people are dying, you know, whatever. But there's a point where the dog has to be killed because the dog turns to a zombie. That's the worst part of the movie. Mm-hmm. He has to kill the dog. Mm-hmm. Like, Spoiler alert, by the way, too late. I get it. Mm-hmm. If you haven't seen the movie, too late. It doesn't yeah. matter. But that's the worst part. Right. Is killing the dog. Oh, of course. Yeah. What, uh, the whole time I was watching Silence of the Lambs, and I'm, I'm terrified of that movie. But the whole time I'm like, please don't hurt the the precious, right. the dog. Like, yes, I'm very upset about this girl in the well. Really, really bothered <laughs> by it. It, it. it fucked me up. But precious, please, please do not hurt precious. Right. Like that's yes. I got gotcha. you. All right. Let's move on from there. Yeah. But let's take a break already. And uh, OK, is it too soon? No, I don't think so. OK, we'll be right back. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com All right, so let's go back to childhood traumas about death before we keep going with movies. (laughs) (laughs) 
I guess that could have been a whole episode. <laughs> right? Of course. Yeah. yeah. All right. But you asked me if I remember having a fear of death when I was growing up. Uh, no, I don't remember having a fear of death. I've always had a fear of whatever leads up to death. And I still do today. Like, I don't want... I'm not scared of dying. I'm scared of what's going to kill me. And it's if it's going to hurt. Like, I don't want it to hurt. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's that's my fear. Because, as you know, I was cured of my fear of death by my boy NDT. That's Neil deGrasse Tyson. <laughs> right. So I no longer fear death because of him. Because all he had to say to me was, and I said this, what, in three episodes already? Mm-hmm. But I'll say it for the fourth. Do you remember... Sorry. Do you remember what it was like before you were alive? And the answer is no. That's it. That's all I need to know. That's all I needed to hear. Now I don't fear anything after my death as well. Ugh, I wish it was that simple for me. <laughs> but it is. It's like all of your energy. Oh, but it is. But your energy existed before you were alive, right? And it just created you, right? And then when you die, it creates something else. It's gone. Like you don't know anything about before you. You won't know anything after you. I hope that's true. I feel that way. I believe it. Yeah, but you don't want to believe in a heaven. You don't want to believe that your your soul goes somewhere else and you're like... Uh, do I want remember to? Remember at the end of Ghosts where he goes, they go like up. <laughs> you remember where like the light... Yeah, of they're like They're all like holding hands. Oh, there's the- tons of movies that represent like an amazing... We'll get to all that too. But no, do I feel that happens? No. Unfortunately, I don't. I, I wish I did. It like some of it sounds great, but do I believe in the heaven? No, because if I did, I have to I have to believe in hell too. Why? Why but do you have to why believe in hell? Why is there one or the other? Well, because hell is just dumb. Well, so well, of course it is. But so is the heaven. I mean, it's not dumb. Like the the thought of it is dumb, but the reality. No, there's no reality of it. I, uh, no, look, you, I don't you believe there's a place you go and like there's fires and Satan. No, and- I believe there's nothing. I believe when you're done, it's it's over. Like before you were born, remember there was nothing. When you're done, you're done. When you're done, you're done. <laughs> That's how it works. Go back and listen to our first episode with Leah Carey if you want to know where that comes from. Right. When you're done, when I'm you're done, done, I'm done. That's it. Mm-hmm. That was yeah. a sexual reference. Yeah, you're. you're you're out of the equation. Uh-huh. Things are done for you. Okay. Yeah. You just can't take anymore and you're done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. No, but like what? There's, I don't know. Like, uh, yeah, I don't know either. Listen, your head can start spinning from all of the is there, isn't there, what happens, right? Like obviously there's no way of knowing. There's no way of, you know, there's just, there's, there's, there's no way of knowing anything. And, you know, you look at people like, who have this faith in, for instance, like reincarnation and they're super like convinced that they're going to come back, you know, they look at a Shirley MacLaine or whatever, that they're going to come back in another form as another being or whatever. And, you know, people, people laugh at that or people, but I would love to have that kind of faith in something, right? No, I disagree. I'm not saying whether it's true or not. I'm saying the kind of faith and the kind of, you know, the kind of peace that it brings a person, right, to believe in something like that. So if you if you are to believe in this reincarnation or whatever the thing is, right, so you look out and you're like, oh, look, there's a snail walking across the ground for a day. 
Oh, I might come back as a snail. No, I don't think it's like that. But, but you know what I'm saying? Like, what are you coming back as? I'm coming back as like a, a cooler 2.0 version of myself. Right, the thing that you want to come back as. No, okay, I don't think what, that's happening. But if it's not happening, why not just let everybody believe that it is? Fine, like, What's the it. difference? Yeah. Nothing wrong with believing yeah. it. Just keep it to yourself and, you know. No, I want to share it with my kids. (laughs) Like I always say, you know, when it comes to my kids, my mom always said to me, like, look around you. Like this shit is crazy. Right. It's nuts. Nuts. It's insane. Insane. Absolutely. But it ends. Okay. You don't need to say that to our children. (laughs) I didn't. Because you don't know that that's true. Nobody knows Right, because they don't come to you for that because they don't want to hear what you have to tell them. They want to hear what I have to tell them. Well, when they're crying and they're scared about this and they'll come to you and they'll say, just don't go to dad because if you want to hear what he has to say, no, that's all fucked up. Yeah, so far me is the only one who's ever had like a, a, a... scared of death phase neither of the boys knock on wood have gone through well, that jonah did at a young age did he yeah i don't remember that he did but uh, the, she's the only one i think who's like been up nights coming to my bed like what happened you know she's really the only one but uh but no i you know well, i, I so what'd you say to her the same thing my mom said to me which i still believe like you look around and you're like look at all look at all of this why would it just stop Mm-hmm. Why is it just here, right? It's kind of like the way you feel about the universe. And if there's life here, there's got to be life on other, you know, mm-hmm. other places in the universe. It's so vast and so never ending and everything. Well, you can say the same thing about death, right? It's energy. And why does it end with us? And why? So when when we have kittens now, right? We have two of these kit. We have three cats in our house. We have two dogs in our house, right? And there's. 20 cats or so, no, so we have one cat outside not, when, not 20 all right so when billy runs out and kills one of the kittens oh, which happened okay. once okay you not one of our kittens it no. was a very long time ago <laughs> and it was a kitten who came on our lawn and it was uh, okay so is there very complicated is there kitten heaven and hell does the kitten move on to something like is it just us is it just humans because we're human and we think you know, rationally, and we have abstract I thought. I haven't and gotten that far that's into it. Right. So, like, is there is there snail heaven and okay? Hell? But if is someone there... told you about Earth, right, wherever you were before, and someone's like, "Oh, there's going to be we before." Well, exactly. You don't know. Who knows? <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> Where'd you go from that? Because you don't know. But like, if someone said to you, "Like, oh my God, there is going to be a place where you go and you can get a fucking Big Mac and French fries, <laughs> and it tastes like." insanely good and you know you have this thing called an orgasm where you feel like your body's about to explode and and people there are probably like okay yeah whatever yeah <laughs> like wh- why is why is the next thing any crazier than what we are already I, experiencing i i hope yes i pray Thank for you. the next thing like yes if we can advance and Hallelujah. move on and yes. we'll get to what that means and where it comes from soon not yet but we will i hope that exists i just don't think it does okay okay all right we'll go from there no 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 i'm just a realist i'm just a thinker okay I'm just you know yeah i am the albert einstein of my time a hundred percent yes sure <laughs> okay so speaking about death in a perfect world. <laughs> the whole fucking episode I know. is about that. How would you like to go? What's your what's your prime way of dying? 
I, I have plenty for you, by the way. Of if course. You, if you need help. I'm sure you, it's like that, this is 40 scene. Yes. Where they're like, <laughs> uh, where he says, uh, well, how would you, how do you imagine her, your wife dying? And he's like, a wood chipper. <laughs> right. Oh, I, a wood chipper? I have recipes. I have thoughts. Recipes? Oh, what, that you're going to make with me after I'm dead? No, to, to kill It'll you. It'll feed a lot of people. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, recipes of things that you will eat that will kill you. <laughs> I have I have ideas. Oh my I, god, you're gonna make me scared to go <laughs> eat our food. Yeah. Uh, how do I want to go? Look, uh, it sounds very cliche. I want to be very, 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 very old, right? I want to have all my what are they called? Utilities. I'm you, not sure. I, I don't know. Uh, utilities? Uh, not utilities. My sense. I don't know. My faculties. All my faculties. Your teachers? No, that's what it's called. <laughs> I think you have all your faculties, and then all of a sudden, boom! Right, I'm like, like 104 in a second. Yeah, and like all of a sudden, it's like a, a, a heart attack. Well, I'm, but I'm, I'm, and I'm like, I'm on the news because of how no. virile and by, like how how much energy I have. Like I am. Okay, so nobody. I am a force to be reckoned with. So, so nobody between. Now in 104 was changing your diapers and changing your what Oh my god, pads no, and, okay. no, I have so been traveling living, the world. Gotcha. Okay, yes. so you're living life to its fullest until the day you die. Yes. Gotcha. People that are astounded by what I, I am able it. to accomplish. No, I love it. Um, I have the, my Apple Watch has exploded from how many steps I have I every day. Think that's a great idea. So, uh, yeah, you know, that's it. Sounds like. You know, I don't want to be like, I don't need to be like climbing Mount Everest. And I just want to be in my bed surrounded by my people and, you know, and. And not have suffered to get to that point. Right. Right. I get that. Ever suffered. Ever. Understood. No, I, I would love to go the same way that my grandfather did peacefully in his sleep. Not screaming like his passengers. Wait, what? (laughs) Okay, that was a that was a Jack Hardy reference, by the way. That was a joke that he made back in the day. What? <laughs> I, he he said, "I want to die in my sleep, not screaming like my passengers." Oh I guess he was an God. airline pilot or a oh bus driver my God. or whatever. All right. How do you know this? <laughs> this is a, a, you know, a comic routine you watched. Yeah. Okay. So I didn't hear it from Jack Hardy. I heard it from Jackie the Joke Man, who referenced it from Jack Hardy. Right. Oh so my I, god. Yeah. All right. So that's my little uh, comedy. Uh, yeah. Right. Lighthearted. It's a right. lighthearted death. Episode. Exactly. How do I want to die? Yes, I want to die without knowing I died. Mm-hmm. That's it. But that could be you. You never. I mean, that could be like you fall to your death, and you think the parachute is going to open, and you don't, and you splat. Yeah, but I have. But I. But I probably have a heart attack on the way down and mm-hmm. die before I splat. Yeah, sure. Right. Even so better. I just want to die without the pain and the fear and the knowledge and all that shit. I am too much of a pussy to die like as a man. Okay, like, let's no. say you're seventy years old, and someone says to you, "Do you want to go into space?" And there's a very high percentage chance or or do you want to be the first person to take the 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 accelerated route to mars yes but there's a 95 percent chance you're gonna die when right. you get to mars okay you're not gonna come back you're gonna stay on mars right but that well that's what people who are being you know people who are asked to yeah, go to and mars you're today. 70 you're 70 okay 
Are, are you doing it? If I'm 70 and going to Mars? And you get to, to Mars, go to Mars, you're going to see Mars. How long does it take to get there? Six months, like normal? like Or is it accelerated at this point? It's like six months, but there's like alcohol on board and, and like really like a movie theater. Like, Fuck yeah. It's like a cruise ship. Yeah, why not? And But you n- might not come back. Yeah, but I'm 70. Who right. cares? If I'm here okay. at 70, what do I have? Okay. A few years anyway? Like, Stop that. You could have 25 years. I'm lucky if I get or to 70 here anyway. Or 35 if you're anyway. me. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah, I'm fucking going. But, all right, that's a whole other conversation about what what happens when I get to Mars. All right, whole other conversation. Okay. Right? Yeah. All right, so let's talk about funerals. <laughs> <laughs> what would you like your funeral to be like? I, I know for me, I think we'd be kind of similar. What do you think? What what would your funeral be like? Well, this is the part that it gets a little hard, right? It gets difficult because I want to honor the traditions of Judaism, obviously. Like, okay. I want to honor my, you know, my ancestors and I want to honor, uh, you know, whatever people are living and, and are into our traditions. And there's a lot about, about Judaism and the rituals that I really like. Like, I love the idea of Shiva. And, you know, Shiva is when you, you sit seven days in honor of a person and people come and you pray and, you know, they, they bring food. And, and it's a pl- way to, like, help, you know, uh, be, be a companion for wh- the person who's going through the morning. Right, so the right? widow the sits in their house for seven days, and for seven days people come over, they eat, they pray, they do yeah. the whole thing. Right. Yeah, and, you know, and, and there's all different, obviously, as in Judaism, there's all different um, levels of intensity for that, for everything with Judaism uh, and, and all religion. There is, you know, all different levels of how you do it. Like, remember we watched the movie um, This Is Where I Leave You? No. Yeah, with Jason Bateman and Jane Fonda and Tina oh, Fey. Oh, yeah, 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 and, yes. And it's all about, you know, they're sitting Shiva for their father who just died. And, and it, it's a fantastic movie. If you haven't seen it, I highly recommend it. The book was awesome as well. Uh, and, you know, and it, th- there's a lot of fun to it, it, that movie. I love it because it kind of makes... It's Shiva, but it, it it's a it's a very lighthearted in in a mm. sense, you know, kind yeah, of a Shiva. comedic version of what Shiva yeah. is. Yeah, you know, and it all depends. Like when it comes to my dad, which I hate, to, you know, I obviously hate to think about his passing or whatever. But obviously, we're gonna do a very traditional. You know, he's very religious. He loves the traditions of Judaism. They bring him peace and comfort. So obviously, you know, our whatever. We go through for him service wise and, and burial wise and everything. Again, like I while I don't like to think about it, obviously it's going to be very traditional, right? Like we're not like bringing in, you know, like a, a band or. Oh, so we are different. Or a bartender <laughs> or. You oh, know what I, I mean? I was no, bringing... I'm talking about my dad. Oh, okay. I'm saying for him. I thought you meant for you because of no, your dad. Obviously, if died not me. He, while he was alive. No, I'm saying my dad is very religious, right? So for him, it makes sense. But, you know, I I do sort of feel like it's time if you want things to change and that you're not comfortable with the traditions, I feel like, you know, a little bit, I'd like to mix things up. You know, I want, I would love the Shiva aspect of things, but yet I also want it not to be as serious as what Shiva usually presents. You know, usually everyone's in black and it's very somber. And look, 
it's a death. So, of course, everybody is super sad, especially when I go. People are going to be, you know. I will be so sad. It will be a level. uh, What are you talking about? You're probably already like fucking like planning your Tinder profile. I'm already dead. What's the difference? (laughs) No, but, you know, I I do think that uh, it's an uncomfortable thing to talk about. But I, I, I want piece bits and pieces of the Jewish rituals, right? But yes, I very much want a very fun funeral. Wait, and now for you, not for your dad. No, no, no. My dad is strictly right. strictly um Jewish, you know, rituals, which I respect for him and I love that he wants that. For anybody who wants that. That that's fantastic. Sure. Whatever uh, works for them. Whatever and, yeah. works for you. But yes, for me, um, no, I want it to be a huge fucking party, like Coachella meets. <laughs> you want DJ Fiddler on the roof, full like, like top shelf bar. You know, everybody's like partying. Yeah, I yeah. want to put money aside for it if we have money one day. <laughs> I would like to. People save for all kinds of things. Yes, I would love to save for a huge fucking, like. Three day festival, not not don't don't call it a mourning period. It is right. a fucking festival. Okay, just p- don't put that guy who did the fire festival in charge. That's all I ask. What's that? The guy who screwed up with that fire festival who's in jail now. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, no. no. All right, all right. Should take another break. Yes. Okay, we'll be right back. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. All right. So what I think was, which also relates to the next the next question where you asked about if there's any rituals that I don't want to have at my funeral. So these kind of both go together. I should take notes. But again, I want the same thing. I want the party. I want everybody to get drunk and have a good time. I want them. I want everybody who knows me to come out and, you know, usually at a funeral, one person talk like the, the spouse talks or the mom talk like one person talks. I want everybody talking. I want everybody who has one thing that they know about me that I've done stupid. Like a roast. Yes, I want a roast. A roast, yeah. Fuck me up. Like, give me a little dignity. I want like a little bit of like, okay, he had a legacy for this too, but fuck me up too. Like, I want both. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? Of course. But don't you want that done before you die? Uh, I, I would love to hear it. Like, oh, so that was on, on Kirby Enthusiasm, right? So like he wanted the... The eulogy, he wanted the, uh, it was Albert Brooks on Curb Your, Enthousia- Thir- Curb Your Enthusiasm. Holy shit. Um, Albert Brooks was in another room having his funeral where everybody was talking about him while he was watching. Mm-hmm. I want to do that. I want to see it. But who knows? Maybe you do see it after you die. Who knows, right? Oh, I hope not, because that means that you've seen a whole, everyone's seen a whole lot of other shit about you. <laughs> right, but, but wait, I'm going to get to ahead. this. Mm-hmm. I don't send flowers. I don't want the expensive In casket. the Jewish religion, you don't send I don't even want to be buried, but I don't even want all that shit, right? Like, all right, you want to help out? Help my wife pay off the mortgage, right? Pay off the school. 
pay off. Like, don't send flowers. Don't send, like, don't, I don't, we don't need that stuff. Like, I don't care about that stuff. Our kids, God forbid, our kids are not going to still be in school when you oh, die. Oh, it could happen. Stop that. Or we could this still, This is supposed oh. to be a lighthearted death episode. <laughs> we could still owe by that point, too. You know? It depends where they decide to go make, to college. All right, make me a tree. That's what I want to be. I don't want to be buried tree. in a stupid $9,000. And then Billy and I'll go out and pee on it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know what you should do? I saw this. This exists. Turn me to ashes. And you can put me in this, you know, like picture an hourglass. You know those board games that come with like an hourglass <laughs> that you turn over when it's your turn? Yeah. And it takes like 30 seconds for the ashes to go from one side to the next or sand. Mm-hmm. You can be the sand or the ashes that when they turn. So you're the party game. I would rather your you family. Be, you know, the, the I said this in another episode. You know that thing that you put on your desk with the rake? Yes. I think that's what you should be. <laughs> no, I, I will w- rake you all day long. <laughs> I want to be the I hour- will stroke you so hard. <laughs> I want to be the hourglass. When it's your turn and you have 30 seconds to make a decision on the board game and you turn it over, those are my ashes going back and forth. Okay. Do that. Okay. That's more fun than being buried in a $9,000 fucking stupid casket. That means nothing. Yeah. Funerals that, are so freaking expensive. That's stupid. It means nothing. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All right. What else we got? No, uh, you know, I, I feel the same way. Like, I want it to be a fun type of thing. Like, I want it to be where I want the celebration. of. All right. So I did a lot of research and there are two th- things that are there's an end of life party okay, that you can have, which is what we were talking about with Curb Your Enthusiasm and Albert Brooks. And he watches everything. However, you're at the party. Right. right. Which makes more sense. So it's a party for a sick celebrating someone who's sick, celebrating their life. So, you know, you're you're at a venue that people have done it. Like I know, you know, I read something about there was an airline pilot and they did it at a hangar, you know, a, a airline hangar or I don't know the correct terminology. Okay. And they had a DJ and, you know, and all this, you know, party stuff. And, and they did like an end of life party for that person um you know people have done it in the caribbean at at a beach or whatever like whatever the person wants and and it winds up being a huge celebration of that person's life which i think is so awesome and then there's also a celebration of life par- go ahead mm. no i'm just i'm thinking as you're, as you're talking okay so you do the that whole thing right well obviously then, the person has to be comfortable with it not everybody fine. is right, you know is happy go lucky that they're right you do yeah. it, they're happy, it's over, you did it, that's the next day. But then 10, 20, whatever years later, they die. Then what? You did no, no, no. It. An end-of-life party, you don't have 10 or 20 years left. You have a few months no, left. No, but like in that episode with Albert Brooks on, on Curve. Oh, well, he, no, no, that was completely different. He was totally healthy. He just wanted to make sure that he heard all this awesome stuff about right. so it, which is a very Curb Your Enthusiasm thing like, to do. do you, you know what I mean? Like, then you have the next thing. Like I then guess you he have figures, real... like you said, who cares? You're dead. Right. You know? Okay. All right. But, but, but with something like this, you know, the end of life party, you really are at the end of life. And I would assume a person who does an end of life party is also going to do a funeral that is fun. Mm-hmm. You know, that's their, right. that's their hope. So a celebration of life party is something that's becoming more and more popular. Um and, you know, and I think that I think that you can blend aspects of tradition and religion with these new ideas of these celebrations of life. 
that, you know, ideas are often more similar to a birthday, anniversary, or retirement party than a funeral. This is your chance to gather friends and family to have fun in honor of their deceased loved one. The idea is to celebrate the life of your friend or family member rather than mourning their death. Those who plan for their own death can choose a party theme that man that matches their personality or passions, while friends and family can do the same after the death if it wasn't pre-planned. So you're basically like throwing a few, you know, it's a it's quote unquote a funeral, but it has First of all, maybe the person put aside money and plans for it, which is what I would like us to do. I mean, why should, you know, the people who are still living have to pay ten, fifteen thousand dollars for a funeral? Yeah. I mean, I, I do like the idea of talking about it and figuring it out beforehand and just leaving a whole plan, right? Well, listen, I can capitalize on this. I love this idea. I got a party store. Right. I am going to now have end-of-life party supplies. I'm not going to a party <laughs> store for end-of-life stuff. No. Listen, I got people coming looking for divorce stuff and like... No, I am going... I am like... You know, party planners maybe do this now. Mm, you know, who I'm knows? You, I would something. hire a party planner for this. I like it. But it makes so much more sense, right? Like, I don't know. You and I feel like have hopefully lived our lives in a way that people associate us with fun and everything does it really make sense for us to have a regular funeral where we're everyone's in all black crying over our casket and you know it's really depressing it doesn't it doesn't really make sense Mm -hmm. so so i feel like funerals funeral should more be about honoring the personality of that person. I agree with you. Yeah. It should not be all the same. It should be like geared towards that person's Agreed. personality. Yes. Yes. So, you know, so, okay. So here are a few things that I read about that people are actually doing today. Like okay. this is an actual f- thing that people are starting to realize. No, we don't. It doesn't have to be a carbon copy of everybody else's funeral. Um, a celebra- This reminds me, by the way, of those millennial weddings that we were talking about. Like back in the day. Mm-hmm. Remember that episode we did? Yeah. Millennial Weddings? Yes. How she just had a baby, Sarah. Oh, really? Yeah. If you listen to the Millennial uh, Wedding episode, Big Kid Problems, if you follow her. She, yeah, she just had a baby. All right. So oh. celebrate you scavenger hunt party. So you spread their ashes in different spots. <laughs> people have to find those ashes and they all put them together and make no. you. Take friends and family on a celebratory adventure that includes stops at all your loved one's favorite places. Mm-hmm. So for you, it would just be like bar to bar to bar. <laughs> no, it would yeah, be yeah. casino to casino. No, it would be podcast room to couch right, to, to bedroom. Right, to the couch. That's true. Yeah. I'm, t- I'm thinking 15 years right, ago. Right, exactly. Uh, create a scavenger hunt list that includes the name of restaurants, specific snacks, town landmarks, and even clothing items that the deceased loved. Ask guests to venture out in pairs or small groups and take selfies with these specific items. Gather back at your venue for a party to award the scavenger hunt winners. And then it went on to say something about award the scavenger hunt winners with like items from the deceased. Right. So somebody gets their dentures or somebody gets their. And then I was sort of like, all right, maybe let's stop here. (laughs) You know, like it got a little weird. But, okay, then this one is perfect for you. 
a heaven or hell party. Okay. So consider the personality of the deceased and decide whether they would have a heaven themed or a hell themed party. Oh my God. Is there anything below hell? That's my theme. So you would have a heaven theme for me and I would have a hell theme for you. Like below hell. Ask guests to dress appropriately. How fun would that be, though? Like everyone like dresses as death, whatever their perception of. So at your funeral, you'd have a heaven themed party. Yeah, it would be like all angels and shit. Okay, so I would be dressed as like an angel Uh, at my party. Yeah, if I if I was alive still and you were and you died and you were an angel themed party, or you might be in jail if I'm in kill. (laughs) Right. Yeah, yeah, you would, yeah, right. You would dress in some kind of a heaven type. Okay. How earth, do I dress earth my angel? How do I dress my girlfriend? That's what I'm kind mm, yeah. of getting to. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, ask guests to dress appropriately for the spiritual location and act as if you're all in heaven or in hell celebrating with your loved one. Tailor your men- menu, playlist, and decorations to match the theme and include a cardboard cutout of your loved one for photo ops. <laughs> it's like we get a Bernie's. Right. Exactly. Yeah. All right. I want, we have more to get to and I want to get to it too. So we're not going to like pass this off to another episode. Okay. We're going to take another break. So okay. a third break, which you, I don't think ever done before. Okay. We'll throw in like a fun, like date well, night questions. No, we have thing. a merch. Now we have merch. Okay. So we'll talk about that. Yes. All right. We'll throw that in Please, there. Please buy right. our merch. <laughs> we'll be right back. Hi. (laughs) (laughs) So this is an advertisement for our merch. Yeah, we have merch. We do. And you know how we always say we're kind of a shit show? Like, Mm -hmm. and it just sounds like we're saying we're kind of a shit show. No, we are. We are. Yeah, And we're going to prove it right now. Mm -hmm. We have merch. (laughs) All right. You want to hear the real shit show about this? If you go, if you want to buy like some t-shirts or mugs or phone cases or all that stuff. Or stickers for your computer. Here's the real shit show of it all. Mm You need to go to tpublic.com slash stores <laughs> slash marriage dash and dash martinis, <laughs> and you'll find all of our stuff. Everyone's going to remember that. Right. Remember, remember all that stuff. So we'll just put the link, right? Yeah, we'll and put the link in our show notes. Please, please. We Actually, we don't make a lot of money off of this. No. However, it's really fun stuff. We have pride stuff coming soon. And I don't know, I think it's kind of cool to like have people walk around in their marriage and martinis merch or their um, stuff supporting, you know, the fact that we need to be more open about mental illness and all of this. Please just go check it out. I don't care. Buy a sticker, buy a mug, whatever it is. We're we're not making a killing off this thing. We're not, but it's really fun. Right. Like we said, just go to (laughs) tpublic.com slash store slash marriage dash and dash martinis. And you will find all our shit or just click the link. Fantastic. This is the best ad we've ever done. Absolutely. All right. So I thought not fun, but I thought this was kind of fun to think about. Well, yeah, but you're, you know, you, when you were alive. Okay. So people who died while we've been alive, that impacted us in a certain way. And uh, listen, there's been none that I've like cried about. Like I've seen you cry when people have died who are not, you know, our relatives or whoever, like a, a public figure or a celebrity. I've seen you cry. It hasn't impacted me in that kind of way, but obviously I've been sad to see people go. So I made a little, a little list 
here? A montage? A montage. <laughs> Is I there can, music to it? Can you picture one of those like bar mitzvah montages? Yeah, like, yeah, coming yeah. Up yeah, with yeah. yeah. Is when Beneath My Wings in the, uh, right. is that the song? So I thought about people in our lifetime who have died that I've just been kind of sad about. And I started with, let's see. Okay. Number one, uh, not number one. I, not in any order, whatever. Steve Jobs, of course, right? Neil Peart, Michael Jackson, George Carlin, Kurt Cobain, Chris Farley, Kobe Bryant, Prince, Robin Williams, Chris Cornell, Scott Weiland, Anthony Bernie, Muhammad Ali, and of course, if you remember her, Phyllis Amanda Peterson. Thank, thanks you for having a woman on the list. I had to throw her in. Do you know who she is? No, but I, that was the first woman you had. <laughs> I had I had more. I I had to keep going like Aretha Franklin. Like I had wow. like Whitney Houston. Like yeah, I had to keep going. You must going. have been distraught when Aretha Franklin. <laughs> Just, uh, do you know who she is? Aretha Phyllis Franklin. Amanda Peterson. Vanessa Amanda no, Peterson. Phyllis Amanda Peterson. Phyllis um, <laughs> is that Brian Peterson's wife? Cindy Mancini. Oh yeah, yeah. It was she tragic. died from drugs. Yeah, or something. yeah, it was opioids. Yeah, so like, from Can't Buy Me Love. Yes, right. Obviously, I was kind of making it lighthearted and joking about mm-hmm. putting her on my list, mm-hmm. but that's just an example of so many mm-hmm. deaths that are on my list who yeah. have died from drugs sure, or whatever. Sure. Just tragic stories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, just a lot of there people have who, been a lot, yeah, man. Just tons of tragic. You know, yeah, yeah. There have been a lot. Yeah, I know. There are already like there. I feel like when when there there was a time, I feel like when we were in like high school and college, when it was just like a every day someone you know, were hearing about somebody dying, mm-hmm. you know, like it was just someone ODing or a suicide or, yeah, it was really a, a scary. Yeah, I had for mine. Mine were much less. I you know the ones that really impacted me. I just remember JFK Jr. Right. You know, he the was small like plane. the small plane yeah. and, you know, obviously, of course, first of all, it seems like the Kennedys are cursed, right? Like that everybody was. But at the same time, he did not have. <coughs> while you're Excuse coughing, me. can I just get like a little violin out? While you're no, doing that? no, no, I'm not. I'm not trying to get. Look, obviously, of course, it's very, very sad that he died. And it's his, sad his when wife... anybody dies, obviously. Okay. But. Okay, yes, yes, he did not have enough hours to be the, you know, the, the flight attendant. There was probably a little bit of, like, arrogance in there that, you know, he could fly this plane that he shouldn't have been flying, especially in this weather. Not saying that he des- he deserved, of right. course. Of course. But, of course. Yes, but, you know, th- my mom was always really obsessed with the Kennedys. And when, when any Kennedy dies, which was, like, once a week when I was growing up, you know, it was like a big deal. He died in 1999. Um, and his wife, Carolyn Bissett Kennedy, you know, who, look, they were on every people cover, every, you know, us magazine cover. Like they were just the it couple. And and it was pretty freaking crazy. And he has my birthday, by the way. Um, but and it was just super crazy when they died. And, you know, you know, what's so sad about deaths like that. And that happens a lot is that. Carolyn Bissett Kennedy's sister, Lauren Bissett, was also on the plane. Nobody ever fucking talked about her. Like, you well, knew that happened. the sister died. Right. That right. Happens. Who was on Kobe's flight? Right. You exactly. Have any idea? Right. His daughter, obviously. Okay. Yeah. Besides the coach. Her, right. yeah, right. yeah, 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 yeah. No, totally. That happens 
all the right. time. And that is tragic that, right. you know, that there are some people who are remembered and some not. And Princess Diana. Right. You know, that that was my my second, you know, 1997. Uh, that was I remember just getting to college. I think it was August and I was just getting to college and it was like shocking, you know, that we, we couldn't believe that. You know, sort of like a Mother Teresa type, like just dying before her time. She's like the one royal you actually like. Mm. Right. That you don't like Diana. I I don't get involved with this stuff. I don't want to. I don't want to. You don't want to nope. take sides in nope. royalty. You're afraid that they won't I, invite you to the next royal <laughs> events. I say fuck royalty. That's just my point I, okay. In the whole but thing. she's not royalty. She's Princess Diana. That's mm. the whole thing. Was that she was not a royal. Like she was, but she wasn't. So that was the whole part of it that's very sketchy and there's all these conspiracy theories and, and that's you know. why she was killed and the whole right, thing right. The, the queen tunnel. hated right. her right. and you know, all this stuff. Okay. So movies and shows. Okay. What that reflect death that I appreciate or what appreciate, you, yeah. yes, that you're very fond of I the am deaths very fond. that you really appreciate. I am and very fond of death in defending your life. I right. will kill myself today. Yes, if I can if you, go there. Yes, to um, is you? Can, God damn There's it. a name of it. Yes. What? Uh, um, something. Oh. It must got to be something lakes. No, no, you just rivers. No, stop. It's um gardens. It's called. <laughs> oh man, I can't think of it. All right, so if it comes to me, I'll mention it. I'll but Google it. Where while you're they talking. are. Uh, I'm not talking anymore. I just love the idea that you go there when you die. And the question is, obviously, where do you go from there, right? So it's like purgatory, right? So you die. You go to this place where you defend your life, right? So you have you have a lawyer. It's very Earth-like, right? They try to make it as Earth-like as possible. Mm-hmm. What the hell is it called? Judgment I, I, City. Judgment City. City, thank you so much for doing that. That just relieved me so hard. Right. Well, it makes sense, right? You're right, in judging city. you, in right, city. right? Right. It sounds biblical, but it's not unbelievable. I want those best eggs that he ordered and never ate. I want Absolutely. everything. I want to eat all the food and those shrimps that he had. Like yep. I want, I want it all. I want mm-hmm. to stay there forever. But you go on to where nobody knows. I just think that's amazing. Yeah, like they were so desperate to leave. And you're like, well, why are you they, leaving? But they move on. That was the quote. They move on right. or they go back. But maybe they move on and they're like slaves in some other place. <laughs> well, you don't know where they're going. You know what? Going. Like whenever I think about, like if, if, if I went to a, like a psychiatrist or I went to a whoever and they said, what do you want? Like if you could picture, if you could choose anything, anything in the world, like anything on earth, like what would you choose? My answer would always be, I want to start over and do things right. Knowing things that I know now, but be able to intellectually like do it as a child. And like, I want to do all the right things from starting over. Like, I know there's so many things I did wrong. I want to do them right now. Like with defending your life, it's either you move on or you start over. And I kind of contemplated with which do I want to do? Do I want to move on or start over the right way? Mm-hmm. And I think that's more to that movie than I think they let you know just watching it. But you do know? you really think you need to start over? Like you're you're pretty great now. Mm, there's there's a thousand things a year that I could look back on and be like, oh, I wish you did it oh, that that's way. Everybody. Or I wish, that's everybody. Right. But, but if you could, wouldn't you? But don't you think you'll fuck up again if you do it over? Because it's going to be a different scenario. Right. 
I know. I know. This is a whole like You don't want to redo your same life over again. No, but I would do it differently and see what happens from the right decisions. Did you, you ever see Sliding Doors? No. Oh, you should watch that. That's What's kind that? of what you're talking about. So it's Gwyneth Paltrow, who I'm not a huge fan of, but she does. Uh, so she. There's two scenarios, one where she makes the subway. This is a long time ago. So I might be getting it wrong. And one where she doesn't make the subway. Right. And it's the two things of her life and how different it turns out. I mean, it's a very cool concept. It's actually a very cool movie. But what's it called again? Sliding Doors. Okay, We should watch it. It's it's interesting. So basically, it's those two different things. Like what happens if you make this decision? What happens if you make that decision? Right. And basically, I won't give it away. But, you know, it's that same kind of idea of. Okay, how different does it turn out? Yeah, but I, I it all always, depends if you think of if you believe in destiny or not, right? Because if you believe in destiny, it doesn't matter what you choose. You're you're going to end up at the same place. Mm-hmm. No, I just always think about if I was starting over, like I would love to make the right choices, not be the fucked up kid that I was, and like you know, I mm-hmm. I just always think about those things. You Aww, know, I, didn't I would know you love think about to that. start over. I would love like that's my like if. If I could choose the one thing ever that I ever wanted to do, but you wouldn't have the same kids, and I know, but that's, you the, that's the whole. That's the point. You, but maybe you, you get would to, rather have other kids. <laughs> no, maybe <laughs> I get. I do all the right things to get to that point and just feel better about my. Like who knows? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, no, I, of course, I, I get that. Okay. All right, let's move on movies. to movies well, and shows well, that here, really impacted you. You asked me about. Um, Thoughts or quotes or anything about death, about, you know, from celebrities. I, I did. And this is a little bit long. I'm sorry. I hope I can read it properly. All right. So from my favorite comedian of all time, George Carlin, talking about death. I love this because it's so relatable. He says, the most unfair thing about life is the way it ends. I mean, life is tough. It takes up a lot of your time. What do you get at the end of at the end of it all? A death. What's that? As a bonus, I think that life cycle is backwards. You should die first, get it out of the way, then you live in an old age home. You get kicked out when you're too young. You get a gold watch. That's an old reference for people who don't know. When you work for a long time for a company, you get a gold watch. Oh, okay. Do you know that? That's not the quote. I'm talking to you. Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> but like when you work for like fucking IBM for 20 years and you're and you get fired, a watch. you get a gold right, watch. Right. right. So when when you, you get kicked out when you're too old, you get a gold watch, you go to work, you'll work for 40 years until you're, you're young enough to enjoy your retirement. You do drugs, alcohol, and party. You get ready for high school. You go to grade school. You become a kid. You play. You have no responsibilities. You become a little baby. You go back to the womb. You spend your last nine months uh, floating, and you finish off as an orgasm. (laughs) I mean, it's just fucking brilliant. Brilliant. I read it terribly. No, you did not. Go watch him and read it. You know, see it the right way. What is the segment? But the whole point is, like, we're doing it backwards. Mm -hmm. Like, we work our fucking lives till we're 80 and then we retire Mm -hmm. to live 10 fucking miserable years in retirement Mm -hmm. like that's the whole point Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. yeah no that's brilliant fucking love it 
Yeah. I love him. Everything. Uh, go watch all of his stuff because everything that he ever said back in the 90s is relatable today. Absolutely. Uh, it's fucking amazing. Oh, no, I think that I miss him. was perfect. You miss him. Yeah, I do. You know, we saw, you know this. I know I'm telling people out there. We saw him do like practices for his. Yeah, he was reading off a paper. Yeah, the one cool thing about living near. Well, there's a lot of cool things about living in Atlantic City, or at least there used to be before I was too tired, was that, you know, a lot of comedians come and do their practice, you mm-hmm. know, their practice sets in Atlantic City at one of the casinos before they go to, you know, New York or L.A. or whatever. And and he did that a lot. And we would go and, and see him mm-hmm. do his practice. You know, it was really, really cool. That oh, you, he's the best I never would have done that if that wasn't for you. I'm uh, very grateful to you for that. You're welcome. Um. All right, and then we asked about, I, I didn't do the quote thing. Um, I know okay. I asked you to, and that was perfect. So let's leave it at that. Okay. And then we did the, I just asked you about movies or shows. Um, and I asked people on Instagram too. I'll read some of those. But what were some movies or shows that just stayed with you? Like death of characters or the scene or whatever. Well, I said before, defending your life, number one for me. Mm-hmm. Like I love that idea of the afterlife and what happens. And Agreed. obviously I think it's, you know, it's, you know, showbiz. It's what, you know, blah, blah, blah. like mm-hmm. it's just fantasy, but I love it. And then we talked about it at the beginning of the episode was Six Feet Under, which was, you know, a family who works at a morgue and just deals with dead bodies, different dead bodies every day. But the last, if, if nobody has seen Six Feet Under, anybody who's listening, that may be my favorite last episode of a series ever of any series ever made yeah the last episode i never even watched the series i mean i think i watched some episodes with you mm-hmm. but i watched the last episode and i was like yeah i hadn't even really watched the series i wasn't invested in it and i was like yeah that's the best yeah. the best last episode Incredible. ever yeah yeah I'll let you know this is us what happens i know you're on the edge of your seat I for next week i don't even know um yeah, I'm trying. I'm sorry. I'm trying to find the, uh, the what people have said for their favorite. Um, what movies? TV characters. Shows? What were the char- What were the characters' deaths that you know that that struck you the most? So my movies that I remember they were mostly from my childhood. Um, my girl. Hmm. Nineteen ninety one. Bees. Yeah. So Macaulay Culkin's car- character. Uh, I mean, again, a very traumatic thing for a kid to watch, you know. Um, the character, his character dies of a bee sting. She looks in the coffin. It's a, uh, fuck, I, I forget her name in real life. She was on Veep, and then she was just in the, la- in the latest uh, Netflix. <clears throat> what was that Netflix that you loved with, uh, what the fuck was her name that your mom Not had sure. you watch? The, the con artist. Anna Delvey. What? Nothing. Oh, you... Anna Delvey. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. The, so um... the well, the girl who plays the the journalist. So she's in the movie. Doesn't matter. I don't even know why. I'm... But you know, she looks in the coffin and she says, "Want to go tree climbing, Thomas J?" Remember that? Mm-hmm. No, you don't. No, I don't. Okay, but... I saw it once back okay. in the. You saw it once. Yeah. I know it's very sad. Beaches. Bette Midler and Barbara Hershey. Mm-hmm. Never saw Wind it. Beneath My Wings. Like, <laughs> I please don't ever play that at my funeral. Please. Like, the most depressing song ever. Uh, and Cast Away When Wilson Floats Away. Uh-huh. 
That's one of the saddest oh. moments ever. <laughs> I'm like, somebody get this boy another volleyball. <laughs> Dicks, where are you when we need you? Um, I mean. Sports authority. Okay, I don't whatever. know. You say that to me sometimes, but <laughs> I just don't know. <laughs> no, seriously. So, you know, I, those are really steel magnolias. You know, the list goes on. But, but yes, there have been some, you know, incredible. And then the scene that always, is this something about Mary when he throws the ball? No. When he throws the ball out the window and the dog. No, that's just married with uh, Ashton Kutcher and Brittany Murphy where he throws the. You're talking to yourself at this point. I know. (laughs) I do this. Okay, we're done. All right. Um, That was fun. I mean, that's a fun episode about death. It was a lighthearted episode about death. We need that sometimes, right? I mean, we can talk about anything. There's no reason that we can't talk about death. Oh, yeah. Especially considering that, like, yes, it is the ultimate bummer. Death is the ultimate bummer. Only for everybody else. No, for us too. I fucking, yes, (laughs) it is the ultimate bummer. Yes. Everyone's always like, you can get through anything. You can survive anything. And I'm like, not You can't survive death. Right. Right. That makes sense. Right. I don't want to leave on that note. So talk about. um, Defending your life. Maybe we can, you know, for you, you don't even need the whole you can eat as many calories as you want. (laughs) Like I that is my ultimate, even though I am loving embracing my body now. I still think that that would be fucking amazing. If if you have not seen Defending Your Life, anybody listening, please go watch that movie. It. I am not an Albert Brooks fan. I am not a Meryl Streep fan. I am. Well, he was in This Is Forty. I like them. I'm not not a fan. Mm-hmm. I just wasn't a fan of theirs and their movies and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're great. I I respect them and all that stuff, but I didn't know them. But this movie, fantastic. Yeah, mind blowing. But you gotta watch it. What late eighties, early nineties? So you need to yeah, keep that 90s. in mind. Yeah, of course. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. There's all no right. CGI and all that bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. So. Day night questions, please. It's about to be summer. Someone just messaged us saying uh, we bought the date night questions. We decided that this is going to be the summer of us, which mm. I loved. So make it the summer of us and go and buy the date night questions and let that guide you through every date night and our merch. We're going to have pride merch soon, which I'm so excited about. Oh, T public. We put an ad before. Remember? The We're going of, to, the, but no, I'm, we did. I'm, I'm reminding before. people. Okay. Gotcha. So, so we're going to have awesome pride merch. I'm so excited about it. But for now, we also have some mental health merch and we have just regular marriage and martinis merch. If you, you know, are a marriage and martinis fan, we have t-shirts. There's, you can get it on mugs. You can get it on your laptop pad. You can get it on or, or, or cover. Or, I don't even fucking know. A laptop what? I think we're going to do uh, coffins soon. Coffins. Where you can. <laughs> okay. Cock rings. Rings, yes. Oh, such a good idea. Uh All right, please, if you you know to support us, you know we we try to keep and support yourselves. Everybody needs a cock ring. And listen, every fucking podcast right now is subscription based, and you have to pay five ninety nine a month or whatever. Yeah. What? All right, send us five ninety nine a month. No, I'm just saying we're trying not to. I don't ever want to do that. But we're free, biatch. We're Let's free. do it. Let's yeah. do it. Fucking A. <laughs> yes. Thanks, guys. God damn it. We're, we're, we're getting love out of here. Bye. Bye. Love you.